How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, with two-man coverage of the red and gold, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Tuesday, February 21st, and we are back. We're going to take a look at what is maybe the biggest hole on this roster, the inside linebackers. Thanks for listening to us so far. It's been a great offseason, and we have gotten uh, deep dives done on a lot of prospects and a lot of position groups Uh, they're really going to tie together once it becomes draft season so hang in with us we got the NFL draft show we got the NFL show itself with Matt Williamson I'll give those listens too but today let's take a look at what's going on around Chiefs Kingdom the big thing on Monday was that Tony Romo's got some rumors flying around there. I don't know if I believe him all, but according to reports, uh, he's looking at the Texans and the Chiefs as his favorite landing spots. Uh, I just I just find it impossible to believe that the Chiefs are going to trade for that current contract. Maybe if he were to become a free agent, it might be a possibility. Uh, much different quarterback than Alex Smith, but... A guy that can take advantage while healthy of the the tools that the Chiefs possess on offense. Uh, the question is, you have to go all out to foster this offensive line if you were to bring Romo in. So I just don't see that really happening. We'll see if he actually plays out his contract or if he does get released. And that might resell the whole thing. So stay tuned and let's see what happens. Now today, we're going to start talking about the guys in the middle on the defensive second level. So today we're going to take a look at what might be, in terms of on the field, to improve the Kansas City Chiefs play from 2016, this might be their highest priority. Uh, We'll see what John Dorsey does, but for me, it's right up there with the guard situation that we talked about a couple weeks ago. The inside linebackers are, right now, a huge question mark on this team. Uh, You still have Derek Johnson with an injury. Don't know his specific timeline, although he's healed from this injury very well before, but it was a kind of a classic timeline in terms of the length that it took him. I don't know if you're going to see that accelerate. And given when he was injured, I don't know that he's ready for training camp, Uh, possibly week one, but we'll have to see. Do you think uh, you expect him to be ready? I don't expect it'll be ready for training camp. Um, I expect him to be ready for week one. I think that uh, he knows what he's going to have to do, and I think that he'll be ready to go and he'll be fine. Uh, the question really is going to come down to can he continue to play at the level he's played at for the past several years? Um, you know, he looked good last year, but, you know, in the middle of the season, he got that Achilles injury, and it kind of lingered, and you could tell it wasn't the same old DJ. He was a little bit of a half step behind because of his injury, and you know, is that something that's going to keep reoccurring? I would really hope not. I would love to see him be able to finish out his career as chief uh, and play well and play successfully. But you know, only time's going to tell on that one. Yeah, I have a feeling that with a repair on the other side, I think he's going to be able to snap back. For me, it's more about timing, and I still think he has at least a two, two good seasons in him. 
So the interesting thing is that what we thought we were going to get back in terms of the guy playing next to Derek Johnson, uh, the expectation from all reports was that Josh Malgus still had time on his contract. He was going to be back in 2017. Uh, wasn't much of a question mark. It was, again, whether he could recover from his injury and step back into that role. Well, BJ Kissel put out uh, uh, the list of free agents just the other day, and Josh Malgus on it. Uh, I know that took a lot of people, including me, by surprise. Uh, and I'm a little bit relieved, to tell you the truth. I don't I don't know exactly how you feel about where Malga is compared to what we saw from Wilson and what he was able to do this last season. But I'm of the opinion that if Josh Malga doesn't come back, that's that's a perfectly fine thing for this football team. Well, and I certainly understand where you're coming from. And it could be that he had something in his contract about having to hit specific playing time uh, to avoid avoidable year or something like that. Uh, and his contract basically could avoid it because he missed it the entire part of last season. Uh, it's hard to know what's really going on with that. And uh, But you're right, I was expecting that he would be back for another year because I thought it was a three-year deal. Um, and I'm all right with him not being there. I, I, I think Kansas City is going to be able to find somebody that's going to be able to play uh, almost as well as he did. Um but would be younger and be able to grow into it more than uh, than he's going to be able to give you and um, continue to get better. Because I don't, I think you've seen the limits of what he can be, and I don't think he's going to be somebody that's going to be able to um, get better uh, with more playing time at this point in his career. So, uh, you know, with him probably being gone, I'm all right with that. I think that it's going to end up working out all right. Kansas City, and I think that what you'll see is probably Wilson will be that guy next year that starts in that place. Hi, you've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a tailgate, and I want our style to stand out from the crowd. Just go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's got all the latest fall styles. Plus, during Old Navy's colossal sale, you'll save up to 50% off store-wide. Did you say up to 50% off? I did, so don't sit on the sidelines. Old Navy has the perfect pants from 19 bucks, stylish dresses from 15 bucks, and comfy tees for the family from just 6 bucks. right now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. We're cheering for Old Navy. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 10 to 10 10 select styles only. And I think, honestly, at this point, Wilson is the only guy that they have that is a no-nonsense, you know he can walk in the starting role and pull it off. I think his play improved. I mean, it's always kind of a story that, that catches you by surprise. When you cut a guy, he comes back and becomes a starter and ends up playing, I think, the second most snaps of any linebacker on the season. And now they have a guy that's maybe rough, maybe not optimal, but a guy that they can rely on. Yeah, they absolutely have a guy they can rely on. Um, he still doesn't fit that role great, though. Uh, and that's nope. something that's a little concerning to me. Uh, they don't have that type of thumper linebacker that you really wish they had. Uh, and I, I don't know if they can go find somebody that would fill that role and do it well. Um, but it also doesn't seem to be something that they are very – uh, keen on feel, on filling. They they don't seem to really care too much, I guess, in my mind, because uh, they haven't gone out and really looked to find somebody to, to take that role. Um, you would think that that would be something that they would need to do, but it doesn't appear that that's something that they're going to worry too much about. And if that's really going to be the case, then you know maybe Wilson's their guy, and 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 that's what they're going to be fine with. And you know, and I'm okay with that. I think he's a natural fit at the will. 
But if he's going to stay at the mic, then it's going to be what it is. Like you said, if they don't prioritize it, then there's not much that we're going to see change. Personally, I think Wilson is a guy that if Derek Johnson's not able to go, he should be playing the will. And I think you need to get a guy that preferably a three down guy, but definitely someone who can play on first and second down and not necessarily be a thumper. Because if you wanted a true thumper, you have a very good athlete in DJ Alexander that could grow into that role, but he hasn't, he just hasn't shown the progress on defense, obviously. And a very good special teamer got to the pro bowl as that kind of guy. I just don't see him growing into a guy that can start for this football team at, at Mike linebacker and be successful. So I think they still need to fix that. I'd like to see Wilson. I personally hope they keep Wilson where he is, mainly because if you expect that DJ is going to make it back at some point this year, which I'm sure Kansas City is going to be expecting, then you don't switch Wilson at all. You let him continue to grow grow into that role that he's playing and get comfortable there. And you play Justin March at the other position and you roll with it. Now, if March goes down, then maybe you, maybe you make that change. But to me, why would you go and put somebody in a role that they may only play for two or three games during the season as opposed to letting him get all the training camps and OTA, training camp and OTA snaps at a position they need to play the entire season. Unless you're going to go out and find somebody to, to take that position. And, and, but, I don't, but I think we already talked about that. We don't see them going out and finding that guy that can fill that role right. There's there's few of them in the draft. There's a number of guys that are just like DJ and just like Wilson and just like March that are meant to be chase athletic linebackers, not the type that take on blockers, not the thumper type. There's a couple of tweeners. I mean, if all things aside, if Ruben Foster was available and the Chiefs would have to trade up to get him, he's a guy who can play both the thumper role and still be solid in pass coverage and play all three downs. But those are hard to find, even in a draft that has probably, I think, six inside linebackers that could go in the first two days of the draft that can step in and be a solid starter. But the guy for me that's the biggest question mark. If Ruben Foster drops for some reason down to 20, if you're Kansas City, you trade whatever you have to to get up and get him. Yeah, I agree with you. And we're going to have plenty more on the inside linebackers, especially after the combine, folks. He's not going to drop to 20, so that doesn't matter. (laughs) That's fair. Now, you brought up the other guy that I want to talk about because I think you're a lot more bullish on him than I am. Uh, Justin March is a guy that they have on the roster, but when he was healthy, originally his injury was a hand injury. He went out on IR, he came back, and even when healthy, just as athletic as everything else, he was unable to beat out Terrence Smith, and that, for me, is a huge red flag. I do not count Justin March as a starter potential for this football team in 2017. Well, I think you're nuts, but that's me. <laughs> I, and that's fine. You can count him as not being a starter. And, you know, if he gets injured again, you have to start looking at him at maybe being like a Philip Gaines and just can't stay healthy. And maybe that's really truly, truly what he is. But to me, not being able to beat out Terrence Smith is more about him not being really ready to play uh, coming back from IR as opposed to anything else. It's really hard to say what they have with Justin March. Uh, you look at him, he could end up being more like a guy like a Philip Dane. He can't stay healthy. If he gets hurt one more time, then uh, you're looking at a guy that maybe just can't stay healthy and he is going to be one of those guys that plays a couple years and is on injured reserve every season. Um, 
P.J. as opposed to in P.J.'s position. And I think that led to his injury because uh, he was trying to take on blockers when he's not really built for that. He's built to go around and be the chase guy. Uh, but sideline side to sideline type speed uh, and great reaction, uh, very emotional player. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot to like in the kid, whether or not he can be uh, that type of guy moving forward that can go in and take that position and, and play well or, you know, and maybe PJ's replacement in a couple of years or if he's going to continue to be injured on a regular basis and you just can't count on somebody like that. Well, let me ask you this. Are you are you comfortable with Justin March and Rameek Wilson being your starting run or linebackers in 2017? Yes. <laughs> no qualms, no elaboration? Uh, I do have qualms, but, you know, I, I'm going to have qualms because I love DJ. I, I love Derek Johnson so much, so I'm going to have qualms with it no matter when it happens. But I, I think March could be good, but the problem is, like I said, if he can't stay healthy, then you're going to have an issue. And if he can't stay healthy, then you have to move Rameek Wilson back over to where DJ was playing if DJ is not ready. And then you have a situation with you have nobody to put next to Rameek Wilson. So, I mean, there's question marks there, and there's stuff you have to figure out. It's not pretty. Uh, but, yeah, I think I would be comfortable with those two as my starting linebackers. I think with the defense they're going to have around them, I think they would be in a good position to do very well. Well, I'm the total opposite. If Derek Johnson's not ready to go and you have to start Justin March next to Reed Milson, this team's in more trouble than it was against the run in 2016. I think that's something that has to be bolstered, and they need new blood. I understand where you're coming from, but like I said, March was playing out of position where he was when he's allowed to attack and – uh, go after ball carriers and not be somebody that has to take on a lot of blocks. He is a lot more successful than uh, playing in somebody's position like what Rameek Wilson is playing in right now. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're going to look probably heavily at this combine at film. Like I said, there's a number of players that they have an option to take. We'll see if they actually pull the trigger or not. Uh, but that's it for the inside linebackers. That's it for us today. Go out and subscribe to the show. As we have breaking news or anything like that, we'll put up some special episodes that you won't be able to get on the websites. So make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or Audio Boom or any of your Android devices. Thanks for listening to us today, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Chiefs podcast. While you're out there, give us a rating or review. And reach out to us on Twitter, at Ryan Tracy NFL and at Chris Clark NFL. We'll talk to you next time. The kids are playing and laughing. The house is filled with a life you've worked so hard to build. You are committed to protecting this life and everyone in it. Life insurance from USAA can help. Call 1-800-531-LIFE for a quote.